0: So today we live in a, in a time of fake news, right? We you hear all this, uh, these allegations of fake news. One of the things that disturbs me is to, this notion that fake news was somehow, uh, is somehow a very new thing, and, and that we're just now getting these distorted realities, and we have to work really hard to get things back on track. If only we could go back to the way it was in the 60s and 70s when we got accurate news, right? This, this is what's so telling. I mean, fake news is not at all a new thing. In fact, we have much more realistic news today, much more real news, much more accurate news than we ever had. With all the fake stuff that you, you think is out there, and there is, but it's far more accurate, far more reliable. The point is that you can get accurate news today. In the old days, you couldn't. And when I say the old days, I'm talking about when I was a kid. And I would watch ABC News, NBC News, uh, CBS, right? And they were basically all the same. You would watch them. It was a half-hour show. You were delivered the news of the world, no less, in half an hour with commercials, by the way. 24 minutes. So really 24 minutes. Uh, And you're going to wrap it all up. (laughs) And with music, you know, introducing it first. So there's, there's a bunch of garbage first. So it's really more like 19 minutes total. of of actual news. And then you have to include a human interest story. So you take about another two minutes off of that. So you're getting 17 or so minutes of the whole world, okay, every night. And it's for half an hour. And it's on CBS, NBC, ABC News. That was it. There was no CNN. There was no cable of any kind. There There was no talk radio. This was it. And you thought... This wasn't fake news. I mean, these guys, and not only that, but they, were, they would get together all three stations and they would uh, cooperate as to what they're going to talk about. Well, the only they, thing that was different was the human interest story.
1: Right, and they didn't have to cooperate because all they did is someone working at the Post Networks in the morning bought a copy of the New York Times. Right. They leafed through it, and then more than likely than not, all three networks pretty much picked the same things in the New York Times to tell you right. in those 17 minutes.
0: Right, but they did coordinate. But you're, you're right. Yes. Now My point is they didn't really have to much. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, so from the standpoint of the classic liberal seeing today's news and they hear conservative-oriented uh, stories, they, they, they conclude that's fake news. But thinking that somehow the, the news that they received back in the 70s and 60s and even 80s was, was accurate. Well, the reason why they think that is because the news, as it was delivered to them, it was news packaged in a way that they liked, right? With all its anti-Israel bias, with all its anti-conservative, uh, anti-Nixon, anti-ford, anti anti-Ford, anti-whatever Republican du jour was of the time. They would attack that. And therefore, it was accurate. Right? So, suddenly, it's different. Suddenly. But it doesn't stop there, right, Ari? I mean, it's, you know we look back on the on the past and there's a tremendous amount of fake news in the old days you you think that the the history as it was taught to students back in the the year 1000 or the year 1500 or the year 1700 that that was accurate news yes
1: how much was the roman town crier actually saying about the health of caesar right that was really of Accurate. course, it's absurd it's, it's, yeah. it's wrong And Caesar is in good health, we assure you <laughs> Truth <laughs> is right. he's laying in a bottle of blood Over in the right. up there Yeah, you know, so It's
0: yeah. It, 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 the truth bends It always bent to whoever was in power uh, To whoever wanted to manipulate things Dictators do that as well Right, so Look, when I – and I'll give you a big metaphor on this one. When you look into the night sky and you see a bunch of stars, right, hundreds of thousands, and you know that there are billions of stars out there, Um, you know that as you look to those stars that you're actually seeing a patchwork of history, right? Here's one star, star. It's two light years away. So you're seeing it as it was two years ago. Here's another star. That's 100,000 light years away. Okay, so you're seeing the star now as it was 100,000 years ago. That star may not exist anymore, but you're still seeing it as if it does exist. Okay, so you're, you're seeing a time warp, as it were. Of many, it's, kind of, it's really fascinating when you think about it, right? But, but we all know that. But the one thing we don't know is that that star, even if it didn't blow up yet, it's probably not there anyway. It's not it there. Moved. It, it, it actually is somewhere else. Okay? it's The star exists, but it's not there. Why, why is this? In fact, that star can be behind you in a sense. Why? Because light bends. Okay? And the further away a star is, the more the light has bent to get to your eyeballs. So it, it, how does it bend? It bends through dark holes. It um, it or black holes, it it, it bends through gaseous clouds. It it bends through other planets and other stars and galaxies. So by the point that it gets to you, it's so twisty and turny that you have no idea that that star is where it appears to be, even if it hasn't blown up. Okay? Now, and the closer the star it, it is to you, the more reliably accurate that it is. Like Alpha Centauri, I believe, is two light years away. Okay, it's probably more or less right there.
1: Yeah, or the sun was that, uh, 45 minutes away. Right, yeah, light. From,
0: from a light, uh, yeah. light speed. So we know with with great confidence that it's, that it's there because it's so close. So light bends. Now, why do I bring this up on the Brock Lurie podcast with Ari David? Because I want to make this point. History also bends. Okay? So... And the further away the history is, the more likely it's bent.
1: I wish we had an applause break button for that one, because that,
0: <laughs> right? But I mean, it's it's really a, a telling thing. History bends, and and it and it as it's, it should be no surprise, and it goes, it, it bends because well, you know, the narrative needs to change because for whatever reason it suits the purposes of the dictator. So Hitler, for example, he bent history because. Um, he wanted to be the third Reich, right? He wanted to show that he, his was a long, it was a a natural destiny and that he's just going to take it to the, to the third level, literally the third regime after Charlemagne and Bismarck. So he would be the third one. Thank you very much. And he fit history into his way of looking at things. All right. Uh, the same thing is true with the, the Catholics, Uh, And the Inquisition, the Crusades. You've heard, for example, Ari, that the Crusades were just so vicious, right? And millions of people were died, And the whole point was to slaughter Jews along the way and anybody that didn't think like them, right? That was the mission. Well, it turns out that that's not accurate. We know that because it went through the Protestant uh, Reformation time period, the Protestants, many of them, uh, decided to distort Catholic history and made the Catholics far more evil. And, it, and that's that's really unfortunate, right? It was it was a bend in history. And now we, we're, we're seeing that Catholic history, the Inquisition and the Crusades, in that light because it was bent. Are you with me so far on this, yeah. right?
1: And I believe um, Neil deGrasse Tyson has bent some history of Galileo.
0: Oh, absolutely. Right? Galileo is a great example. Uh, really, a great example. And Then I want to talk about civil rights and slavery and such, and the way we view American history.
1: Oh, and a certain party that's <laughs> first letter is D.
0: Right, I, and ends with the C. <laughs> anyway, so uh, going to Galileo, they they did they bent history there too. Galileo was a devout, devout Catholic. He loved God, right, and and he was doing his work. His work was to uh, engage in finding out the way the universe worked. Now, mind you, at the time. You know he was punished, not because he dared to show that somehow the the earth was not the center of the universe or that of the solar system. It was because he refused to follow the instruction of the pope, that said, "Look, present your writings, which you're presenting now on behalf of the church. <laughs> Please present your writings as a, in a debate for, uh, format, because at the time it wasn't clear, right? It wasn't." It wasn't obvious at the, the time. The science was, wasn't settled. Was settled. Yes, the science was, was not settled. So there was a lot of debate. So he, he, he was to uh, present it as a debate. And he could go all the way he wanted with the, the heliocentric uh, vision of the solar system if he wanted to. But he didn't. So it's a little bit like some guy at Apple computers saying, I don't feel like uh, adopting this um, operating system, and I'm going to do my own operating system, right? Well, Steve Jobs, you know, God rest his soul, would say you're fired, <laughs> okay? But you wouldn't say, oh, I'm being uh, suppressed <laughs> from this, right? Anyway, so but the Galileo story, the narrative that somehow uh, Galileo was against uh, against religion and religion was against Galileo and therefore religion was against science altogether. That's the first thing you'll hear from anybody who attacks uh, Christianity uh, and and God generally speaking. Is will say, what about the Galileo affair, right? And whenever they say the phrase Galileo affair, it means that they know nothing about the Galileo affair. okay? Because it, it's supposed to be a loaded phrase. They, they really have no idea what actually happened. So the reality was that Galileo was, in fact, doing things on behalf of the church. And they just can't accept that. They can't accept the fact that the church was the one that actually prompted science. Don't forget that, that Newton... And Copernicus also did their work on behalf of the church.
1: Yeah, they were wasn't devout the believers. Paying their salaries. So how could the church be so against people they were um, paying right. their
0: salaries to? Right. And at no point did they say, you know what, you guys are suppressing me. You guys are suppressing the truth. They they never said that. The, 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 the church never was in the business of suppressing truth. But the Protestant Reformation, I look, I love Protestantism too, don't get me wrong. And I'm glad that they reconciled and made up. But nevertheless.
1: Yeah, but back in the day, they had a Pepsi versus Coke rivalry. Oh, it was so horrible, they right? did some stuff to each other. Right.
0: And <laughs> right? look, if you want to say that religion kills, your best example is the, is the religious wars uh, between the Catholics and the Protestants. It, it, there's no doubting that, that that series of killing was religiously prompted. I got it. You're absolutely right about that. But make no mistake, there was a war not just of the body, but also of the spirit and ideologies and history. They fought that. So um, there was a lot of fake news. That's the point. The Galileo affair, so to speak, is fake news. So, uh, so is the Crusades. So is the Inquisition. Okay? Bad things happen in the Inquisition, don't get me wrong. But it's fake news, as it were, to say that the Pope sanctioned the Crusades. That, that he wanted to slaughter all these people who did not think like the Catholics. Um, and that the Inquisition, that the Crusades were, were there to destroy Jews uh, or otherwise to slaughter anybody who didn't think like them. No, it was to liberate Jerusalem from the, the, the heathen, as they considered them at the time, which were the Muslims. And there's an argu- a, a good argument to make that this was a defensive move on, on the part of Christianity because Islam was attacking and penetrating into Europe. But, of course, that would never happen today. Right. Okay. So you have a uh, – that, that's a, a great example of the fake news. Now, it's, I told you I would talk about slavery. I would talk about uh, the civil rights movement and such like that. Ari, do you think that we're seeing, I don't know, fake news when it comes to the, um, the, the view of America and in its history? I, I'm just going to throw that out there. No, why?
1: I don't know the answer to the question. Everyone knows the Republican Party uh, supported slavery. Right. That Abraham Lincoln was a Democrat. Right. That the Republican Party ran the Jim Crow programs and uh, created the KKK to suppress the nice Democrats from freeing the slaves and keeping them from um, living in segregated uh, (laughs) lifestyles as
0: the Republicans want them to. Right? Right. And the KKK are fully supported by the Republican Party. And uh, that antisemitism is rampant today, as it always was. In fact, it's more so because of Trump's election.
1: Right, and, and Reagan and racism was worse is, than Hitler, and Reagan oh, yeah. embraced the KKK and invited them into the White House. In fact, there was a new YouTube video that had the KKK hanging out with Donald Trump because Donald Trump has never spent any time with Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson or any other black guy in New York City. Right. Everyone knows
0: that. <laughs> All right. right, so we are talking about fake news, my friends. So And, and, and of <laughs> course, it's an absurd and if scenario. if you watch
1: the news, that's what you think, what <laughs> I just said. That's, right. <laughs> that, that's
0: exactly what you would think.
1: We have, we have lots of liberal f- friends who think exactly that.
0: Right. Right. So first of all, they distort the history of uh, slavery, for one thing. Slavery was held in contempt by our founding fathers and hundreds of years before that as well, by Christians in particular. The, the Christians fought slavery. They, without the Christians, we would still You know, God forbid, still be having slavery today, or at least a tremendous suppression of minorities. But it was Christianity and uh, devout Jews as well who fought dramatically against slavery. They also, it was the Christians and the devout Jews who fought against uh, the abuses of the the Jim Crow laws, of course. But it, it goes beyond this. I mean, they don't tell that history. It they suggest that somehow America's history is entirely just an issue of slavery, and just an issue of how we treated the Native Americans, right, the Native Indians. Uh, And and to, to say that is a perspective that completely distorts the actual reality of American history. They don't talk about the fact that we were fighting for freedom in the American Revolution. They don't don't learn that in schools anymore.
1: Yeah, they don't talk about how the Native nations and peoples were fighting with each other. Right, oh, and horrific. And slaughtering and doing terrible things to each other. And uh, that they weren't living in peace and harmony with the earth as you'd be made to believe if you go to college.
0: As Michael Medved said in his uh, great book, I think it was The Ten Lies About America. One of them was my favorite. And he he described about the treatment of the Native Americans. The, The lies... You've heard this lie, where they say that the Americans infected blankets with polio or scar- oh, no, scarlet—no, cholera, cholera or scarlet fever. It doesn't matter. Well, I,
1: I learned it was cholera and yeah. then the some, some, dreaded some dreaded something. disease. Some dreaded yeah. disease,
0: and and thereby wiping out uh, Native Americans, you know, right and left. And this was the greatest weapon they ever had, and how horrific we were. Okay, never mind that that didn't happen, but they're taught that in schools. It just didn't happen. It was a letter written by a, uh, a colonel in the Army who had just seen a horrific savage slaughter by Indians against his troops, uh, scalping and all the horrific things that you can possibly imagine. And he was so angry about it. And he wrote a letter to his wife or somebody, a friend perhaps, saying, I, I just hate these people, the horrors that they've done. We, sh- we should infect blankets and give them to the Indians. Okay? And that letter... Suddenly how it became reality in the history books.
1: Oh, the same way. Yeah. The Weather Underground, during Henry Aaron's chase to break Babe Ruth's home run record, were sending him racist letters. Right. And then those racist letters were attributed to Americans. Right. But they were done by domestic terrorists. Of course. Of you course. Know, to make it's... people think that America was racist.
0: Right. Well, and we talked before, and, and one of our uh, Jamie Glazov gang uh, videos is about Hitler, for example. Hitler was a, was a, a very good example of fake news. The, the fake news is that Hitler was a Christian. Yeah, devout Christian. A devout, yeah, at yeah. that, right? And we, we know that, in fact, he hated Christianity. He was, he, had so, he was dripping with contempt. He could not, he was like, it's the equivalent of him grabbing you by the shoulders and saying to you directly to your face, I hate Christianity. You guys are losers, okay? <laughs> Let me make it clear. I hate Christianity. That's what Hitler yeah. kept on saying over and over again. Yeah, so and we, yet somehow, somehow the fake news in history is that, uh, that Hitler was a devout Christian, no less. And he was engaging the Holocaust uh, to advance Christianity uh, and on behalf of Christianity. It's so absurd. So what
1: you're saying, Adolf, is that you will try green eggs and
0: ham? No, <laughs> I will not try it. I will not. <laughs> right? Anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, where, where was Hitler taking communal wafers? Where was Hitler show, showing up at church and tithing? Yeah. When was when was he uh, doing confession? I mean, hold on, hold on. I uh, stop the Holocaust. I got to right. go confess.
0: You know, Mussolini was much better in, in playing the game with the church than than Hitler was. <laughs> Hitler just said, I, I'm not even going to pretend. You know, <laughs> anyway. So. He, he, Of course, he used Christianity and, and paid lip service to Christianity from time to time in his early years. But once he got his people on board and he had full control of Germany and then, of course, the empire, then the real Hitler came out and he showed how he hated Christianity. But you can't kind of you know make people understand that narrative. But it's right there in his writings over and over again. It's in my book, the chapter called Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. You know why right. do I why do I call it Hitler? Hitler, Hitler by the way, because it's a, it's an ode to the Brady Bunch when, when um, Janet or Janice Jan Jan Brady, who's always upset because her sister appears to be getting all the favors and such, so she says Marsha, 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 right? Yeah. So that's why I say Hitler, Hitler, because people always talk about Hitler being a Christian, and and so it's as if they're like angry about it.
1: Yeah, and it's the go-to response that liberals have whenever you make a point that. Is rooted in logic and reason and common sense. Well, you're a Nazi like Hitler.
0: Right. Uh, no, I just want lower taxes. <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> right. But going back to Hitler and Mussolini and Stalin and all those guys, the Hitler. Uh, so the um, history suggests that somehow uh, there was, um, you know, well, communism. Yes, it was uh, a, a far leftism. That's true. But um, you know, the godless part of it, I don't know. Right? And as far as fascism, well, if, if communism is far left, therefore fascism must be far right. All right? Never mind that that's 100% false. There's no basis for that whatsoever. And, and what was it about um, fascism that embraced limited government? You know, come again, <laughs> please. Uh, as I understand it, um, Hitler wanted to take over all of the world. And how, how would he do that with limited government and lower taxes and the, the freedom of the individual? You know, riddle me that back. Now. Yeah,
1: how are those fascist um, values?
0: Right. I mean, okay. So, but but that that is a bending of history. That is fake news, as it were, when it comes to understanding the whole fascist mantra. Right. That that somehow, well, because communists are far left, well, then fascism must be the far right. Well, no, both of them are far left. Both. Yeah. The only difference, you know, it's it's funny. I, I when people want to know what the difference is between fascism and communism. I have an answer and I'll, I'll bring it about in a bit. I will discuss it in a bit. But to ask that question is like to say, what's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile, right?
1: I don't when really. You're in, when you're in the jaws of the animal. No, no, uh,
0: hang, no hang on, hang on. Yeah. Um, it's like asking the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. I don't really quite know necessarily the difference. But what I do know is I don't want to be near either of them whatsoever.
1: Yeah, that's my point. Once you're in the mouth, who cares? I appreciate
0: your interruption about that. It was otherwise (laughs) going to be a beautiful segue Uh, and a very powerful moment. (laughs) But but you had to take it. Anyway, uh, the, the point is, who cares? what the difference is. They're both vicious animals. They're both carnivores. They will both kill you if they're hungry and you're right next to them. Right. That's
1: the way it works. Uh, like, for instance, ask me what the difference is. Uh, just, <laughs> I, have a, I think I have a good answer. What's
0: the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? No, no, no. F- f- fascism and communism. What's the difference between fascism and communism? The symbol and the uniform. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You might as well. You know, it might tailoring. as well be that. It's It's not that much difference. There is a difference, and it's a very subtle difference, and it's not a, uh, it's not a difference with significance. Right. Okay, uh, the teeth still that's right. work. Still, yeah. <laughs> so it, I'll tell you, it's not, a, it's not a difference between the for, for the victim of either of them. Was, oh, why am I dying? Oh, because I'm I'm doing this for the sake of the proletariat versus the nation state. Uh, okay, thanks. Now go ahead and kill me. Like no, they don't give a crap. All they know is it's a both of them are fascistic, fascistic. Both of them are communist. The only difference really was that. Uh, whereas communism saw it, uh, and, and viewed the world in terms of ruling class and economic uh, strata, uh, the fascists saw the world in terms of nation states and appealed to um, uh, the, the, the racism, of course, on, on Hitler's be- uh, behalf and nationhood and on behalf of uh, Italy and otherwise. That's really it. But there are distinctions with that significance, as we say in law. But the point is that th- this is totally fake news, right? I mean, and and when you engage in fake news like this and you fail to see the actual reality of, and this is based on, this is not my interpretation this is not Lurie's great theory no this theory. is real
1: news what this you're is saying this, this has is actually
0: happened truth, yes. yeah, they, i mean hitler said it himself mussolini said it himself stalin said it himself lenin said it himself all these bad boys they spoke about their contempt not only of christianity but their contempt of god over and over again they they mocked christians they mocked and they hated jews they wanted to kill the jews of course and they succeeded in doing uh, wiping out one third of the Jewish population, they killed 200, up to up to two hundred million people in just half a century alone in the twentieth century. To say nothing of the tortures and the massive amount of, of rapes that went on with it, and to say nothing of the enslavement enslavement of approximately one billion people.
1: Yeah, and just the di- uh, what I find most galling about those systems of governance is just the day-to-day misery they impose so let's just say you're one of the people in north korea who's neither connected to the government nor in the gulags right it's not pleasant <laughs> right
0: you what live in fear all day right, long what if
1: you're living in venezuela right now right and you're not a member of the ruling party or the opposition? yeah. you're not in jail yeah whatever. but you, you know, let's just say you need some toilet paper badly right, right. what are you gonna do Right. You have to wait four days for that, you know, nice, clean. Uh, so, it's, so
0: it's about it's about fake news. And uh, going back to now American history, you would the, the way they teach American history today is such that you would think that American history is solely that, that consists solely of slavery and treatment of the American Indian. That's it. You, and if you want proof of that, you go to any middle school. 8th grade where they you know 8th grade more or less they teach you about American history. Yeah, that's when
1: the Howard Zinn stuff kicks in. Right. But time. it's
0: but it's so easy for them now. Now they know that all American history is is slavery, treatment of the native Americans and the civil rights issues, okay? So everything is in the context every you know all those three things are like three little suns, okay? Yeah. And all the planets revolve around those suns, okay? Right. How do so, we
1: get to the moon? Doesn't matter. Racism. <laughs> exactly
0: right? right. Right, but no. <laughs> who, who? But it's funny that you say that because even with getting to the moon, they'll talk about the, the three black women from right. the movie Hidden, Hidden figures. figures. Yes. Right. And 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 how they yes. helped. Right. it's like everything's in the context of race relations. Right. The
1: Transcontinental Railroad. Do you know what they did to the Chinese? Yeah.
0: Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. Okay. So everything is about suppressing and the capitalist, the evil capitalist system. They don't tell you about. The innovations of America—that they that America spread freedom throughout this entire world—that there are more democratic countries precisely because of the uh, the creation of America uh, with its God-centered uh, f- sense of freedom—they don't tell you about how we liberated all these countries that were otherwise suffering from uh, all sorts of oppression. From the communists, from the fascists, from all sorts of evils.
1: And from disease, from all the vaccines that we came up right, with. Right, right. You know, how many the, people were oppressed by polio who right. aren't anymore?
0: For sure. I mean, this it's is an example. I, I, I talk about what I call the, uh, the look around you test. And uh, this is, you know, you look around and ask yourself, would this thing exist without America? Okay. Or if you like better yet, do it. It's a wonderful life right? But with America being missing instead of of, uh, George. George Bailey, yeah. Okay? So, what would the world look like if America never existed and and nothing else like it existed? Okay, well, you wouldn't have the car. You wouldn't have the, the, um,
1: the, road, the, the, the
0: roads of the highways. Yeah, you wouldn't have things. the internet, you wouldn't have the computer, you wouldn't have the polio vaccine, like you said. You wouldn't have a myriad, a bunch of uh, vaccinations and uh, he, you know, uh, healing uh, efforts. You wouldn't have rock and roll. You wouldn't have jazz. You wouldn't have uh, all sorts of cultural inventions like the jeans, like both of us are wearing jeans right now. You wouldn't have um, uh, the, the, the internet you wouldn 't have the light bulb
1: yoga pants you wouldn't have yoga that
0: 's <laughs> yeah, true yoga pants. that's right. yeah. and you wouldn 't have uh, what 's his name oh gosh uh, 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 Bieber, yeah. right no he 's just Bieber <laughs> <laughs> right I mean you wouldn 't have him so that 's yeah. getting on the positive side you got to say that uh, but you wouldn 't have this the whole notion of freedom that we have today that you wouldn 't have the notion of free speech. I mean, it, it's just uncanny the things that are in front of us that would not exist. Skyscrapers, okay? The airplane, did I mention that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, there, there's just, it's unbelievable how many things were created by Americans. Yeah, the, the people, pen.
1: The people enjoy worldwide today. And think about how the rest of the world so recently escaped from being third world feudal. Um, that word that Trump was alleged to have said. Right,
0: assholes. Right? Yeah.
1: Yes. And it really would be because look how much the world today is third world. Right. Still is. Feudal right. assholes.
0: Right. It's just less today than it used to be. Right. Thank God.
1: I, I, I was in a restaurant. And, you know, we always hear about how terrible racism is in America. I was in a restaurant I think it might have been an ethnic restaurant serving ramen or something. And there's people near Hollywood and there's people of all colors and all races and all backgrounds. Right. Jews and Arabs. It's, it's like the Martin Luther King speech. Jews and Arabs, black and white. Child, they're <laughs> right. all eating ramen. Right. Okay? You know, co-opting Japanese culture. But the boys, no one's at each other's throats. No one's fighting. No one's looking at the other people with distrust. All they want is their damn ramen and then to go home safe. And think about how much of that scene of multi-ethnic crossover is happening in other places around the world at this very moment, too, only because of that innovation of it happening here in America. Yeah. Where before that, the world, besides being third-world assholes based in feudalism, had no, uh, you know, um, anything but homogenization of uh, of ethnicities right. before. Where well, if look- you were in a country in Africa, it was all blacks. If you were in Asia, it was all Asians.
0: Right Now, there's... But it, and, it's, and it's, it doesn't stop just in history. Of course, it's still happening today. Look, look at Amazon, right, which, which provides all sorts of goodies, including
1: look. atheism kills for thirty 99 hardcover, twenty paperback, no
0: sixteen ninety five paperback, sixteen
1: ninety five paperback, nine ninety nine Kindle, Kindle, yeah. yeah, that's right. And soon yeah.
0: the Audible coming out soon. <laughs> I, anyway, uh, the 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 point is that, uh, and I didn't prompt him to do that, folks. Okay, no, it's just so, habit. <laughs> no, but there, there's Apple, right? Of course, that they're fantastic. Uh, And IBM, I feel like, I mean, all the great innovations, Microsoft as well, Google, they're still coming out only from America. When was the last great invention that you heard about from Finland, right? Or... You know, you have Nokia. I think that was the only thing that
1: uh, we uh, my wife and I had a cronut and uh, I know it came from America, but a French baker came. (laughs) It's really
0: good. Right. But speaking about food, even the food innovations are there. Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, like California Pizza Kitchen, which I happen to love. You know, here's a we're going to call this Thai chicken pizza. Right. Awesome, right? I mean what what a brilliant idea. And it's not what the one most favorite. Yeah, but the
1: professor on the college campus goes, okay, so now they've co-opted the culture of Italy right. and Thailand. Yes, yeah, so it's outrageous. <laughs> it's outrageous. Right. right. And they stole California for the natives and the Clovis and the Jumash. Yeah.
0: And all these fusion restaurants, they're fantastic. I love them all, right? I mean yeah. it's and then the whole vegan enterprise, which, you know, wouldn't exist oh, anywhere come else. On.
1: You had to go there. I had to you? go there. No, no.
0: But still, it's, it's, yes. it, it's actually an innovation. And it's a brilliant innovation. And so it's the food and then, of course, art, right, we, where we can now broadcast music everywhere we, we want. Uh, people can see art wherever they want. The proliferation of books and literature is fantastic. And more so than ever before. I couldn't write my book, Atheism Kills, uh, even 50 years ago. I, you know, I have to be smart about it at this point, but Amazon uh, gives me the ability, the platform, the ease with which to belt out my book, and I put it out in the marketplace. If people don't like it, they don't get it. That's okay with me. I understand that. I'm not going to be angry. If my book <laughs> doesn't do well, doesn't resonate with people, what am I going to do? I'm going to say, well, you know, it's their fault for not seeing the truth. No, I'm going to say, well, because they just didn't want it. But it turns out, thank God. That they do want it. It does resonate very, very strongly, a lot of people. I'm very pleasantly surprised to know that it's still number one after almost ten weeks on Amazon. It's it's quite a, a blessing. But but I wouldn't be able to have this discussion without Amazon, without the internet being able to provide all these easy ways of getting this book.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't even be here without America. If right. My grandparents from the different countries they came from did not by some miracle arrive in America. They would be dead. Right. And I would not exist. Yeah. So thank you, America. Right. You know, and, and, you know, think about it as, you know, the background of an immigrant with that perspective, think of how maddening it is for me and those like me who escaped, uh, you know, real oppression by someone like Hitler. Look at the contempt that uh, certain immigrants have for America today, feeling entitled or that that they should just come right in All the all the goodies and both in handouts.
0: That's a natural. That's of course a different story. But you're you're right. Um, But but the narrative that we're talking about is is the fake news concept, right? Yes. We're trying to say that fake news always was there, my friends, and and likewise always will be there. The difference is that today you can get accurate news. I'm much more um, confident. That the truth is out there, as it, as, as it is, as it were, for, to use that phrase from uh, the, the X-Files. The truth is out there. You just need to look for it, right? Now, just recently, I saw a, a story about Denzel Washington, and it just didn't ring true to me. It was clearly fake news. Uh, but I, I checked up on it uh, and I found out that, indeed, it was fake news. And there's different ways of finding out the truth. So it turns out that different media outlets have different... Um, degrees of reliability And trustworthiness Right And it, and you look no You need look no further than The recent 2016 election Of Donald Trump Right CNN and the New York Times And all these liberal outlets Were gunning for Hillary Clinton So they lied to us They gave us the fake news That Hillary Clinton was in the bank <laughs> She No problem You could take that all the way to the bank And they had her Going out to Arizona to expand the electoral map. Remember this, and it, this is going to be a cakewalk for her. And it, it was, was just more like a cake throw. Yeah, that's right. You know, that the cake was thrown into <laughs> her face, as it were.
1: No, the cake she threw against the wall that night. Remember? Oh yeah, no, that meltdown. She.
0: Had? Well, uh, we don't know about that. That might be fake news too. But <laughs> nevertheless, the point is, it was fake news. The way they they were trying to lead us down this path. Who who was accurate? Fox News. Okay, so. Good for today, maybe Fox News will become exactly the same as CNN and MSNBC and the big liars that they were. Who knows? But good for today, uh, Fox News has a lot of credibility with me. When they tell me the news, I feel that they are more likely to be right. It turns out that you can look at different news outlets in the same way that you could look at people. It, that's the, After all, they are run by people. Is, isn't that natural? Isn't that what you would— Inevitably, would want to think these are not just news entities like CBS, NBC, and ABC, as we, we spoke about in the very beginning of this podcast. They, they're not; they're they're just made up of people. Humans make up these decisions to tell you what you're going to hear, what you're going to read, and what you're going to listen to.
1: Yeah, media is soil and green; it's made out of people. <laughs> it's made out it of really people, really is. And also, this is so interesting. But wait, 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 because, wait, wait.
0: Let me, let me, let uh, finish the thought. I want yeah. to hear what you say, but finish. I want to finish the thought. The point is that knowing that it's made out of people, right? It's, it, people make all, the, all these decisions uh, as to what we hear, what we see, what we feel even. Then you, you need to treat each of these news outlets as the same way you would treat people. Like Ari, I trust you. When you tell me something... Sucker! All right. <laughs> it's uh, kind of tripping me up here. <laughs> but when, when you tell me something, uh, I sense, okay, well, Ari has told it to me. There's a certain level of trustworthiness in what you say. Is it 100%? I don't think anyone is 100%. Okay? okay you but you're you're very high up there in the high 90s, okay? Now, you may because you may say something to me that you know, I'll say I don't know. It seems like he, there's something for whatever reason you might have a motivation. I don't think anybody could be 100%. That's my point. But I give you a 98, let's say. Okay? That's a very high score. This other person um, you know, she's lied to me in the past. So I give her a 61. Okay. Because, and part of it is because I'm optimistic and hopeful that she'll continue to tell me (laughs) the truth. Right. But she's lied to me once in the past. Okay. But she's otherwise told me the truth all the time. She was desperate and she ended up having to tell me a lie because she, she was afraid or whatever, let's say. Okay. And if a person continues to lie, well, then that number goes lower and lower. Now, when MSNBC tells me something, right? <laughs> right. I put it at a 5, right? That high? Yeah, that high. Well, the reason why is that if they tell me the weather, I might believe it, right? Okay, there's some things that they have no Global interest warming? In. they have no interest in telling me a falsehood, right? I yes. mean, uh, what the score was of a certain basketball game. I mean, whatever, you get the idea. So you have to give that to them. CNN, I give maybe a, a 25. I I just, everything is distorted. They bend history. They bend the news just like the light is bent from the stars. And Fox, I give a very high marks. I would say 94, 95. I just, when they tell me something and they they tell me they don't know something, they'll say they don't know it. The uh, the information is not quite clear, uh, but it, it appears that this is what the accusations are. Okay, I'm okay with that. But when they tell us that, um, here are the reasons why the stock market is doing well why it's and things to worry about and so like, and here's why we think Donald Trump will win I'm listening because they've been right before
1: Yeah and when MSNBC tells you Obama's administration was scandal free uh, right brain exactly assaulted.
0: right Yeah, yeah. N- not not a smidgen of corruption and so right. forth right
1: But but it goes to something you've said over and over and you know the years I've known you which is you know people uh, people do what people do if person X does what person X does, there's a high likelihood they'll do it again, hence your rating system, right? right? Mm -hmm. So, and that's in evaluating individuals, which is something you do for a living and as a profession. You know, uh, does this person have credibility, is this person not? Does this property or this business concern have credibility or not? But you can also look at it in the global sense of human beings in aggregate, in organizations. And since... The scope of the conversation we're having here is about the sweeps of history and about the universal truths of the Bible and God and, and society as a whole because why is there a Bible? you've once called it the instruction manual for life but why do we need it? Well because people sometimes mess up and need the
0: instruction manual right, right. so it's, it's well, b- very- by the way I want to give credit to Dennis Prager he was the one who said that not me.
1: Oh, I, I, I thought he uh, got the idea from you. Oh, I wish. I <laughs> <Yeah>. wish. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this, the same is true with this, this fake news being a, a persistent state of affairs for humanity going back to the creation. Right. Uh, it's it's just the way people are. You know, liars always lie. People who tell the truth usually tell the truth. Right. You know, no one's 100%. Right. But... It, when organizations exist They exist for whatever agenda They were created for right. And so what you can believe more than anything Is the agenda, the mission Coca-Cola is there to sell you sugar water Not make you feel great about yourself Right Right? That's, a, that's a good point. You know, yeah. CNN is there to get viewers, not to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah, but you know, you could say the same thing about Fox, however, that their, their mission is entertainment and to get viewers. But why are they more trustworthy than CNN?
1: Because they found that that's the path to success for right. them. And that's their niche. Yes. that
0: is their niche. That is their niche. That's the, not the irony, but just the, the fascinating aspect of this is that Fox News, and this is me speaking, of course, this is my opinion, but I think I'm accurate. I can back it up. They found a niche. And that niche is telling the truth about the news. <laughs> like, who would it? Yeah,
1: in greater right? percentage than the other guys. Yes, yes. that's right. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, it's fascinating. It's like, oh, we'll be the truthful guys, right? And those guys, CNN and MSNBC, they can lie all day long. Okay, you want, to, you want lies, you want to feel good about yourself, you want to distort history, then watch CNN. Watch MSNBC in particular. But if you want to get accurate news... Uh, and, and see what's really going on And yes, with some conservative voices there From time to time and They have their own conservative bents But at least it'll be presented to you As a conservative bent right? They won't pretend that this is neutral news So I'm very, very impressed with Fox News I'm very impressed with uh, Dennis Prager I'm Very impressed with Rush Limbaugh for that matter I, I feel like I'm getting accurate information From these guys And, and look, of all people Not of all people But uh, I suppose out of many people I'm somebody that, that really resonates to this. I, I, I've got kudos or bona fides to, to say this because I used to be a liberal and I opened up my mind and I said, okay, well, what are these conservatives talking about? And I embraced it because I realized that they were right. They were presenting things and facts and historical facts that I knew were true and then incorporating them in their, in their thinking. So at the end of the day... I became a conservative because I realized that's that's where the truth really lay. Um, I, I also... Do you, but do you think fake news either made you or could... This, uh, this is probably the
1: easiest question to ever answer in your life, Sure. but do you think fake news and the liberal biases within it over the years assisted or made you the liberal that you were beforehand? It, I mean, obviously it contributes because it explains default liberalism around most people who are default liberals. It takes work to actually uncover the truth and be conservative. Uh,
0: Yes, I I think part of uh, the—I was a liberal for two reasons, uh, especially in the in the mid '90s, for about four years, you know, '93 to uh, '98. No, what am I saying? Until 2002, I was a pretty staunch liberal, and the reason for that um, is because of two things. One is I perceived incorrectly that that Bill Clinton had been responsible for the burgeoning of the economy of the '90s. That was that was wrong. And uh, now realize it was wrong. It, he had nothing to do with it. The uh, other thing is with the the association game. I had assumed that the liberals were telling me the truth when they when they were telling me that they were the party of compassion. They're the ones who were for the little guy and such. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm a compassionate guy. I want everyone to have equality and such. I'm all about being PC and and not hurting people's feelings. Um, that's the reason why. So. But it was fake news. So to answer your question, yes, I think I, I was being deceived. They, I bought into the Kool-Aid that they gave me to drink, and uh, only in 2002 did I awake uh, on this whole process. So, look, here's another thing I wanted to bring up because we talked about godlessness many times before in this podcast. It is fascinating to me because truth is a casualty of godlessness, right? There is no Reason for truth, if you do not believe in God, okay. You you can you can see that day to day. I mean, animals don't care about truth. All they care about is (laughs) is strength, right? You know, like, you know, uh, who who ate this uh, this carcass? It wasn't me, (laughs) right? No, they just it is what it is. Life is what Food, orgasm, and territory. That's that's all, and and not being eaten, uh, right? That that's those are the four things. So, uh, but truth uh, without God, I why? What's the point? You you just say what you need to say, in order to get the sex, the food, the power, what what have you, um, so that you you prevail. I mean, yeah, sounds we, we,
1: like the Clintons. So, I, yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: Sounds like the Clintons. Sounds like Hitler. Sounds like Mussolini. Sounds like Pol Pot. Sounds like all those bad boys. There's one thing they had all in common: is that they knew how to lie. Okay, it's always the big lie. Right. Right. And so we're seeing that among the Democrats. And surprise, surprise. The Democrat platform is not so is not so interested in God anymore, right? Remember yeah, the that? booing of God. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, so that was that was amazing. I mean, it was one thing to say to, to confirm that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, right? And they booed that, right, by a lot. And then they said, well, let's let's keep the you know God as part of our charter, and and, and poor what's his name? Uh, Biag- Antonio you know, he, Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, God bless him. He. You know, as liberal as he is, he thought that it was going to be a no-brainer, so to speak. Like everyone would clap to keep God in, and instead they booed him. Like he, he had this look of shock in his face. Like I thought this was going to be a cakewalk here. Yeah, I thought this we were was going a- to show those Republicans what's what when it came to God. Right. Anyway, so it was very. Yeah, funny. it was
1: it was him say up there going, "Well, two plus two equals four, right?" right. And and then they booed, and the two reactions that were just so precious and it sort of is about fake news in, in some tangential ways. First of all, he can't believe that anyone would disagree with this one. Right. Charles Manson is bad. Boom! Right? <laughs> right. And then that they did it on TV. Right. Yeah, and exactly. then third of all, his own career. And I'm the guy standing here,
0: live on TV, who's right. going to be on the tape, remembered at this moment? <laughs> no, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> goes my career. Yeah, no, no. P- peace in our time. Right? That's, that's, right. That's, that's who he became. Look, I'm going to wrap it up by, by saying this. That at the end of the day... Um, you know, godlessness and truth are at opposite uh, sides of the equation. They, they have no interest in each other. Um, whoever is an atheist, whoever is, uh, you know, without God, you really should not be interested in truth. Truth is, you know, it's convenient. You'll say the truth when it's actually convenient for you, but, you know, or, or where there's no skin off of your back, so to speak, you know, why are you late? Well, traffic was bad. Well, if traffic was bad, well, then that's, the, there's your reason, uh, but, if it's more convenient to say that traffic was bad, but the real reason why was that you got high with your buddies last night, well, you're not going to tell that truth to people. But those who have a serious embrace of God in their lives and that God is central in their lives, they don't lie. They really avoid lying whenever they can. They hate lying, right? So, look, you have the history of the Catholic Church, Christianity at large, Judaism as well. These are institutions... That have told the truth They have sought out truth over and over again It's a remarkable history when you think about it You would expect to see far more corruption Far more evil within such an institution Which had so much power at one point You see relatively little of it Compared at least to the power grabs that you see From all the uh, all the dictators of the world
1: Yeah, there's so much more institutional corruption In government uh, yes. structure than in religious structure And there's corruption everywhere Right But It's amazing how relatively corruption-free it is.
0: But, and and to wrap it up, thank God for Christianity. Thank God for Judaism that took such a hard look at the truth and always wanted to tell the truth. No matter how ugly it may have seemed, they always focused on the truth. You can take that to the bank. You can't take anything that our godless leaders ever said to the bank. I'm Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you next week.